What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Not Skip Bayless Sports Podcast. My name is your host, Not Skip Bayless. Run it back. <laughs> you say podcast. <laughs> My name is your host. Keep this all in. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, Not Skip Bayless. I'm your host, Not Skip Bayless, and I am joined by my two idiots on my... (laughs) Just keep going. God damn it. We have with us today in the studio the jockey of the horse, Bodie Express. Welcome, Mr. Jockey. And we also have the horse of the horse, Bodie Express, with us. Welcome, horse. I'm never coming back! I swear, you're supposed to finish both chapters. I've just got out the joint and I ain't going back! I just, I, I swear, I put money on you. I don't have a horse impression. Uh, <laughs> I want this to keep going on. I just, I, I, I want, really wanted the the racing strategy yeah. reference. Uh, the racing yeah. We talked about I that, but yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it. With it. I didn't want to do it. It's okay, guys. We have a lot to talk about today, so we can move on. Um, no, we don't. We got some NBA stuff to a talk about. A horse hasn't been this displeased with his jockey since Toby Maguire and Sea Biscuit. That's a quality reference there. He's not any, even a bad jockey in that movie. Any, yeah, any other? Are you are you trying to diss on Seabiscuit? <laughs> Any other horse One themed of the most references? Celebrated horses of all time. I'm all I'm, right. I'm really just dissing Toby uh, McGuire. Yeah, what you got against Tobes? He's a shitty Spider-Man. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 No, this okay. We're stop not. romanticizing those movies because you watched them when you were a kid. No, we're not. Movies. I did. Hey. Hey, sir, I did not watch them when I was a kid. You can moving, fuck off. Moving on. Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus and Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin man. get completely wasted because the, the most memorable villain... What did your Siri just say? She was, to- she was chiming in to remind you that Topher Grace played Venom and we should burn those movies. God. You know what? All I'm right. a bit of a scientist myself. All right. So our first actual sports topic of the day. <clears throat> we are. Yeah, you good? We are in the heart of the the conference finals in the NBA playoffs, East and West alike. Not really in the heart of the of the West anymore. That kind of <laughs> shriveled up and died. The heart of the West won. Yeah, and everyone else bowed. Yeah, uh, but the the East is is. Uh, shaping up to be a fun little series. I didn't see tonight coming. I didn't as, see it coming. As of this recording, Game 5 just recently concluded with Toronto taking uh, a 3-2 to two series lead. How do we feel about that? You said you didn't, say you didn't see it coming. Back to the 6-4 Game 6. I did not think Toronto was going to steal a game in Milwaukee. I didn't. Honestly, I said before this, you know, you know what? I just realized we didn't air last week's episode, so no one knows. But I did say that neither of these series were going to go seven games, and now the only way that happens is if the team I predicted to win the East gets beat in six games. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet is my poppy. It's about time that Van Vliet had a great shooting game because he has not been shooting well. He has not. 
Uh, what did he uh, consulting the, the I don't box know what his score? Are. Yeah. Down the stretch, though, when I was actually watching the game, he hit real well. He did. He, he had a really it. nice fourth. Very he had a clutch. very nice second half. He hit it good. He hit. He hit that basketball. Hit that real good. <laughs> Quick, someone come up with some filler. Oh wait, did I interrupt the filler? Nope. Was, oh, he yeah. was seven for thirteen for twenty-one points. Big big deal was he went seven for nine from three. Oh. So he hit seven threes. That is efficient. That was all of his scoring. He also played thirty-seven minutes, wow. which is more than Danny Green or Siakam played. Wow. Danny Green played like shit. He played and sixteen minutes. How much did Siakam end with? Siakam had fourteen, but he yeah. also had thirteen rebounds. Oh wow. So he helped out there, but like when we were watching, it didn't seem like Siakam was really uh, doing as much as it seemed that he's been doing previously in this series. Listen, the Raptors are going to go to the finals without OG Ananobi having played a game in the playoffs. That's impressive. I don't know yet. I don't know. I'm not ready to. I'm not ready to call that. Oh, I'm not calling it yet either. Uh, I thought for sure Milwaukee would win a game in Toronto. Now they have to, um, and if they do, then I'm all for a big game seven. We have not seen the Giannis that we've expected to see. I think they're stifling no, him. They're, they, I think they honestly might have him a little figured out. I don't know that you have him figured out so much as you have the rest of the Bucks figured out, yeah. which is that you say, okay, we do whatever we can to stop Giannis, dare someone else to beat you besides Brooke Lopez, yeah. who's playing well. There, were, there was literally and a point in the game today where did Mark... Did not play well Mark, as far as I saw this game. Mark Gasol was, was the... Rebound. That's not bad. That, that had to have been early, though. Because he I mean, really wasn't a factor down the that's stretch. A, that's an efficient game. Like bigger, bigger problem is Nikola Mirotic played nine minutes and managed to miss four shots in those nine minutes. He did not score. There was a point in today where Marcus Hall was was guarding uh, Giannis, and Giannis just came down and just ran into almost elbowed Marcus Hall in the face. And then, like, the the announcers were just, like, raving on how great of defense it was on Gasol's behalf. But it was just yeah. like, no, he literally just stood there and didn't move. Like, I mean, if I'm the Bucks, well, any well, game that Giannis you're not, goes... You're not actually, like, saying what actually happened was the ball got dislodged and then yeah. it was a turnover. Yeah. And so they were like, what great defense. Which, legitimately, it was good defense. He just didn't do anything excessive to try I to think... dislodge that ball. That ball. Besides, Giannis raised it over his head when it didn't need to happen. I think uh, what uh, Toronto is doing really well, though, in that aspect, is they're just clogging the lanes and not letting Giannis just bulldoze his way in and lay the ball up. Which which... is odd, because he was two of three from three tonight. Yeah. And if you're the Bucks, you got to feel great about that, but you still couldn't win. Yeah. And one of those, the the two was in the fourth quarter, like late in the fourth quarter. Right, if when, he can knock those down. When I think he really needed a bucket. Now, the bigger issue is Chris Middleton was invisible tonight. Yeah. Oh, he totally had, non-existent. Now, now, let me tell you, Chris Middleton had a double-double, and he did not score 10 points. Mm. That He had 10 rebounds, he had 10 assists, wow. but he scored 6 points. Listen, Chris Middleton, you're an all-star. You don't get to do that. Dray- hey now, Draymond Green star. gets to do that because of the team he's on. You don't get to you don't get to score six points in a playoff game. Yeah, that's not how it works. Get your game on, go play. You are debatably the second option on that team. You are the second option on that team. There were two All Stars on that team. Yeah, there are not many teams. That and you're the shooter. You're the team's you best the shooter. Option. You're the team's best shooter. You cannot score six points. Against a team that is clogging the lane and daring anyone else to yeah. beat them, that you can, that can't happen. 
He only took nine shots. In my definition, though, of a... And you brought up a good point before the episode. Um, I said, in my definition of a good series, this is turning into a good series because I say a series doesn't really get interesting until someone takes an away game. And then you brought up the, the right. question of... Through four games, one, one of the conference finals was over, and the other one was 2-2. Are you telling me that the sweep was a better series? Because a road win had not happened yet at 2-2 in the East. So is the 4-0 sweep a better series than 2-2, both home teams hold serve? No, I will say... I will... It's not a real question, is it? No, no, no. I'm just... I'm, I'm, t- I'm poking I, fun at his... I, I agree. But no, like, in the defense of, of, my, of my argument, I will say that when it was 2-2, I didn't think that it was as interesting... Um, until Toronto won this game. Now, you you could also argue while the, that that the Western Conference Finals was more interesting because even after four games in which there was a sweep, Portland had led for twenty more minutes of yeah. game time than Golden State had. Yeah. They they were they were competitive the whole time, and they just could never put. To, who does this sound like? They couldn't finish the game. Yeah. The Pacers, but yeah, yeah, our hometown boys. I, and I they, they didn't have. It's not the, just the, us, the, it's the juice, teams, but yes. To, well, and it's unfair it's to compare it to Golden State, who has has all the juice. I got even the juice. when even even when Kevin Durant's not playing, I got well, the apparently juice. might not start the finals. But Look, Boogie might. Golden State did not need Kevin Durant. They just needed Kevin Durant to they not be playing against them. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. If they could pay Kevin Durant his salary to sit his ass out and not play, they'd be just as successful. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're doing right now. Which is what they're doing right now. <laughs> he did. They but literally guess... just needed him to not be playing. And, and they needed him against LeBron. Yeah. I'll give, that's the one time they have needed him to win a series was he is perfect for their team when they're playing LeBron. Steve Kerr is just trying to become double Thanos. Steve Kerr? He, he said it a couple times. Okay. We've been letting it go. <laughs> Steve, Steve It's Hill. definitely Kerr. Kerr? Yeah. Steve Kerr. Oh, Kerr. <laughs> but yeah, Steve Kerr is really running that team. Kerr is there. <laughs> Steve Kerber. Steve Kerber. Herber Gerberts. Steve Care Bear. Stephen Colt Kerr. <laughs> Anyways, finish what you were saying about Steve Kerr. He's just trying to become double Thanos. Wait, what? He's trying to have that many rings. Just, oh. Yeah, he's gonna get. Oh, that's Mandarin. Dude, if I, if I was one of those, how many rings do they have at this moment? The, or it's like the the main core. The like main Steph, core. Clay. Four. Four. No. Three. <clears throat> Three. They won one, and then. They lost. Lost. One, one. Then they then seventy two <laughs> games and they lost and now they've won two in a row they're gonna win three. Okay. One did they so win if they one? get five they should have like the, them all colored differently for the infinity, for the infinity stones. They should have two. Oh yeah, definitely. That'd be dope. They should do totally can like you retroactively do that. Yeah, do you I have mean, to, do you, you probably get a right? stone affixed to it. You know what? Probably I take it to, you know to what Peter I want, Dinklage. Though, is I don't want all of them to make it. I just want like Steph. Yeah, to do it because I don't want them all We're to. Clay. I don't want them all to. I want Clay to go get his money. Yeah, and if that's true. if Golden State's gonna pay him because now that's he true. he didn't make an All NBA team so he doesn't 
and he did he he doesn't have that dude's so high he doesn't care he's not super max eligible so they can pay him just a regular max contract so maybe he comes back I hope he does but I want Clay to go get his money while he's sacrificed enough for that team now that is um that's one thing I got to get Blaze and feel happy that does uh segue nicely into our second topic of the day is um a lot of the all NBA teams have been released a lot um, of them meaning all of them I guess. There's yeah. only three. You're right. You're right. All, uh, yep, you're right. So Can you all believe of there wasn't a Pacer released. on the eighth team All-NBA? <laughs> um, but that does it's bring... It's a travesty. So let's talk about the, the All-NBA first, second, and uh, third teams. Um, <clears throat> so the first team, you got Giannis, Steph, Paul, Harden, and Jokic. Yep. Now yeah. do you feel... Um, do you, is there any debate there? Do you you got you got your three finalists for MVP? Yep. You go with the top point guard and a guy in Jokic who was probably just outside of your top three for MVP. I got no problems with it. Yep. And then second team, you got Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and Damian Lillard. Hard to argue there... with any of those guys. Again, I can't. It's a, it's a difficult distinction to make. Can I be a difficult person and say that I don't think that Kyrie deserves the spot that he has? If, if I'm going to drop anybody out of that group, it's Kyrie. Yeah. He's... who? What guard you put in there instead? I don't know who I put there instead, but I know that... Kemba he's or He's the one person... I'm putting, I'm putting Kemba there. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah but I, can, you, I can definitely take that. So if you drop Kyrie out of second team, put him on third team. I say Kemba and Kyrie are interchangeable, and Russ are, inter- are interchangeable there. So you're left with either Kemba and Kyrie or Russ and Kyrie. Do you drop either of those two for Clay? Well, uh, uh, nah. I don't think you do. They all That's had tough. better regular seasons than Clay. But I'll say with Russ, we just keep ignoring the fact that as as He's much as it's become triple double. Yeah, as much as that has become nuanced. We that's can't, still a fucking important thing. It's hard. That's we still so right, stupid. We shouldn't punish him with voter fatigue for doing something that's never been done before. Right. Just because he's making it look pedestrian doesn't mean it isn't unreal what's happening. And and I think that we've also uh, had everybody get annoyed with the fact that they think that he's just trying to chase stats. Yeah. Which can be seen. He, no, he does sometimes, I think. Yeah, and and you can see it, but it's still, even with those like small stat chases, he's still fu- that's that's still stupid numbers. Those stupid are stupid. Those are insane numbers. Now, lastly, we have the third team, which is uh, Rudy Gobert, Blake Griffin, LeBron James, and then Kemba and Russ. And he uh, no qualms. You maybe swap Kemba or Russ, like we said, move them up to second team and drop Kyrie to third. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have no issues. Blake Griffin didn't get enough credit for the season he played. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad to see him get third team All NBA. Um, there might didn't he drop fifty like twice? Th- right, just once. I think it was twice. There might be a forward you could argue gets in over LeBron because he, but only because only because he got hurt. Only because LeBron's numbers this year look really low compared to the numbers we're used to seeing from yeah. LeBron. Look at it, Take the name away from the stats and look at it. He's obviously a third-team NBA player, yeah. maybe even second team. But because it's LeBron, and you're like, well, that's not LeBron numbers, so you want to drop him. He can't drop out. He ha- yeah, absolutely. No. 
He's not the best player in the league anymore, like he's been. I'd argue every year up until this year, but... He can still come back. All right, All right. I'll ask a question of the podcast. All right. Not, not start a team with this player right now, but which players in the league right now, this season, were better basketball players than LeBron James? That's a that's a hard question to answer, because in what aspect do you and 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 their impact on the game all around. I'm not now I'm not saying who's a better scorer, who's a better defender, who's a better two way player, who impacted the game more positively for their team than LeBron James did. Who was the better basketball I'd say player? Say Giannis. I agree. I and I don't think the list stops there. Or Kawhi. No. I I ag- agreed. I think without Kawhi or Giannis, those teams now, don't uh, make the playoffs. I'll say only Kawhi because of his performance in the playoffs so far. Yeah. If you look at Kawhi's regular season, he he didn't turn into the cyborg that he's been in these playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's been the best player in the league in these playoffs. Yeah. Part of it is because Toronto's diminished Giannis, and that hasn't been because Kawhi's locking him up, no matter how many times people try to make that the narrative. he Honestly, he's not even guarding Giannis that often. Yeah. Um, but Toronto's playing fantastic team defense on him. I'd, I'd say Kevin Durant's been a better player for his team than LeBron James has been this year. Yeah. Now, that's hard because when LeBron James kicks to a shooter with any amount of space on his team, you, uh-huh. you have no idea what's about to happen. Whereas when KD does it, it's three points and you can get back on defense. But I don't know if so, I necessarily agree with that, actually. <laughs> because the Warriors might fuck around and win a title without I don't, Kevin Durant. Right, I don't care how good the team is without Kevin yeah. Durant. I'm telling they you, when I, when, I, when I watch Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant play basketball this season, he's a better basketball player than LeBron James. And part of it is where the league's gone. He's mm-hmm. a better shooter than LeBron. He always has been. Honestly, he's a better defender. He's a more versatile defender. He's like, quicker on his feet. He's longer. He can You're not talking about shots. the more fun question, which is who wins one-on-one. In a game between those two, KD does. No, no. In between everybody that is, in that, that should tier, be an all star game. King of the tier. court should be an all star. How court fun also. would that be? Um, it would be. Who how many dribbles wins? do the players get? Two or three. Because that because otherwise, Steph Curry wins. Yeah. Because none of those big guys can stay in front of him, and he needs no room to shoot. Yeah. You you think that he beats KD? I'm not saying he with I'm, his length. He look even PG. There's not a human being that can stop Steph Curry from getting that shot off, and he is too good. I at don't it. think that's true. I don't, know. I don't think with I don't think with, that's true with two or three dribbles. I don't think Steph. That's Curry why I'm can saying win. if yeah. you knock it down, then yes, I think yeah. probably Kevin Durant. If you have unlimited dribbles, then oh sure, yeah, it's like, him or Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you think that he can shake somebody that easy with unlimited dribbles? Yeah. Have you been watching him, man? Yeah. I'm just saying. I think that there two, are two enough dribbles. people that can. Handle him laterally. Two, three dribbles, it comes where down they can, to... Where they can take him down as far I'm, as what... Because one, one v one is a completely different beast. I agree. I'm, I'm going KD. Two, three dribbles. Yeah. He's got the mid-range. He's got the perimeter game. If you, if you overextend, he can get by you. It, if he picks up his dribble at the free throw line while going backwards, he can get to a dunk without traveling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's... Yeah. And, he, and Giannis can do the same thing, but Giannis can't shoot. Mm-hmm. So I, if you if you ask me to pick a king of court winner, I mean I'm Wiggins going, can too. I'm going with Kevin Durant. <laughs> it's Wiggins, yeah. which is an unfortunate thing to say because dude had a lot of potential, and I feel like it's been squandered by the Timberwolves. 
Now we can uh, shift gears into the all-defensive first, second, and third teams. So first team, you got two teammates. You got Giannis and Eric Bledsoe. Then you got Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Marcus Smart. Now, there are going to be people that complain about Eric Bledsoe being on the first team. Those people didn't watch Milwaukee play defense this year. Yeah. There are going to be people complaining about Marcus Smart being on the first team. Those people have a case. Yeah. <laughs> Those people have a case. He, They do. Now, there are guys under him that I, I think he's just as good defensively. I think he scrolled past it. They're not showing photos. Oh. It's just... Boom. Keep going. Second team. Boom. That's first team. Sorry. Second team. They don't do a third team. Okay. Oh, they, yeah, they do. Do they not do a third team? Not for defense, I oh. don't think. Huh. You're right. Like, I think you could maybe do Drew Holiday. I'd probably go Clay Thompson in Marcus Smart's spot. Um, but again, no hate on Marcus Smart being there. I just don't think he has the minutes to play there. Like, he doesn't play enough minutes to be considered a top-tier defender the way that guys like Clay Thompson and... Drew Holiday and honestly Patrick Beverly like do. This is this is my ignorance with the game, but is Clay's spot secured basically because not a lot of people on Golden State play defense besides a couple. Oh, I, you you're not watching Golden State then. Everyone plays defense except Steph Curry. <laughs> That, and they all have to work really hard to hide Steph Curry. Clay's spot is secured because he is literally the greatest 3 and D player of all time. And it's it's something that's super valuable. He's maybe the best wing, like on-ball wing defender outside of your elite-level Paul George's Kawhi Leonard's. Like, he is he is a hair below those guys. I'm fine with that. I just Except, and he's a guard. Attention. And the issue is Clay guards point guards really well. Because he's Kawhi Leonard's size. Yeah. yeah. It's it's cheating. <laughs> you big guy. <coughs> yeah, and to mention, so the second team is um, Drew Holiday, Clay Thompson, Joel Embiid, Draymond Green, and Kawhi Leonard. Now this can bring up our uh, second uh, topic with the defensive team is that uh, um, our, our hometown boy... Miles Turner, do we think he got snubbed? Did he deservedly, deserve, deservably not make uh, either team, or what do we, what do you think? He led the team in block, it, led the league in blocks. It's hard. Who do you take out for him? Embiid. Well, I mean, it'd have to either be Embiid, Embiid or, or Gobert. Or Gobert, but that's unless you say Turner played the four. Yeah. But then you're definitely not he, taking out Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. You're not taking out Draymond. He made. Mm. Draymond Green's on there more reputation based, but also because yeah. he's. Yeah. Because he switches all five positions. Yeah. He is integral to their defense. Yeah, I don't know, because definitely watching Miles like He's he, their defensive cock. He definitely did get a lot of blocks, but you don't really think of him as a very defensive player. Right. He I don't see him It's because he's skinny. And he's also yeah. well, he's also getting a ton of blocks because he's not scaring people. Yeah. Like he's getting blocks because people like Gobert didn't get as many blocks as Turner because when people got in the lane against Utah and saw Gobert, they went, Nope. Yeah. Whereas against Indiana, you go, I'll try it, and Miles will get a hand on it. And Miles is really long, and he gets a lot of blocks that people are like, oh, I thought I could get that one off. Mm-hmm. A lot of his blocks came from guards. Um, right. But, like, Miles could not guard a full-fledged center. No. He could not play D against I a five. I don't think he's been nets. snubbed on this list. Yeah. 
think if there was a third team, maybe. Yeah. I think there was a third team, definitely. You put him on there. He's so big, but he's not... Like, as much focus as he put into conditioning this year, like, as much focus as he put into, like, training with Vic, he didn't end up that actually big from that kind of training. Which is unfortunate. All right, so now we can start talking about our third uh, all-NBA team. We have uh, the all-rookie team. And uh, they are the first five draft picks of this past uh, draft. We got DeAndre Ayton, Marvin Bagley, Luka Doncic, Jaron Jackson Jr., and uh, Trey Young. And now uh, you posed a, a question earlier. Mm-hmm. This is our, uh, our question of the day. Um, so since this... Why don't you go ahead? Tell, tell us about it, so Mr. Horse. So I'll say it is the first five overall picks. And Austin named them in order. That are on the all-rookie team. Can you name the last time, and as far as I could find, the only time that the top five picks also were all-rookie first team? No. My question will be, how many... Give me the decade. Because I don't know. That, that like narrows it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. <clears throat> the decade is the 80s. All right. Um... Is it the Jordan draft? It is the Jordan draft. All right. Can you name the rookies? So you got... Really? What's his name made the all-of-rookie team with the... Sam Bowie? Sam Bowie, yep. <laughs> so you got Clyde. Nope. You got, no? Wrong was, rocket. It was uh, Hakeem. Yep. Hakeem Number first. one overall was Hakeem. Sam, Sam Bowie, two. Michael, three. <clears throat> Who's four and five? I'll tell you... you of the five that made it, three are Hall of Famers, which bodes well for mm-hmm. this rookie class. Was that was that Barkley draft? Mm-hmm. Okay, he was he four or five? I don't remember if he was four or five, but oh. the other was Sam Perkins. Ah, okay. He was the other guy. So gotcha. two Sams and three Hall of Famers. Yeah. was the only other time I could find that the top five rookies were the all-rookie first team. That's really cool. I think this... We I got don't... really close with the LeBron draft. Yeah. Curse you, Darko Milicic. <laughs> You know who made it instead of Darko in that draft? Who? So you got LeBron at one. Darko goes two. Three is what? Mello? Mello. Four is Chris Bosh. Five Wade. Five is Wade. Mm -hmm. And then Kirk Heinrich is the guy that sneaks Ah. in that wasn't a top five pick. Ah. So yeah, that's their first team. Second team, though, we got... um, Who's a fun player? Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Colin Sexton, Landry Shamit. Mitchell Robinson and Kevin Herter. Mitchell Robbins? Mitchell Robinson is fun. If you watched any of him, he's fun. I think his arms can... I think there's go-go gadget extensions <laughs> in his arms, man. He is fun to watch, I think dude. this. I think this, like, this rookie class has, like, the potential to be really good. I mean, look at these other names. You got, you got the, the Bridges. You got Mikhail and Miles. They're not actually related, but they got the same name. You got Kevin Knox, Wendell Carter Jr., Mo Bamba, Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday got a vote? Yeah, he got he got two votes. I think that's how this is. For what? What did he do? I don't know. He he played a couple games. He played games. That's playing. I mean, <laughs> okay. He literally got like maybe he performed well during those games. I watched. Oh wait, no, no, he got yeah, he got one single vote for the second team. All right, there yeah. we go. Validation. Yeah. 
I mean, Mikhail Bridges. He got, got the same number of votes as Mo Bamba. He did. He did. Mikhail Bridges had a whole, had a whole vote for the All NBA First Team. I think that's probably for the All Rookie Team. Well, sorry for All Rookie First Team. Yeah, that's what I meant. So did Josh All Kobe. Rookie MVP. No. Oh, oh he did. He did. So did. Yeah, he did. Bridges. He did. But that that's weird. He got to vote for it. anyways. But yeah, so these like I said, I really like this draft class. Um, I don't think this next this upcoming draft class is going to be as deep. Um, but that does transition. It's real top heavy. It's very top Carson heavy. Edwards. And that does transition us into our, our, our third and uh, probably final topic. Carson Edwards. Um, yeah, our topic is Carson Edwards. The tar- topic is Carson Edwards. No, the draft lottery yeah. happened recently. Um, and the, the Knicks did not get the number all, number one overall draft pick. <laughs> the New Orleans uh, Zions did. Um and I guess the question I want to ask you too is, can uh, Anthony Davis will he stay or will he go? He will go. He will go. Yeah. Okay. Really. All right. Say say more. <laughs> he will go. Say say more. Uh, he'll stay. I don't. Believe I think he'll that. go. I think. I think one of the teams, somebody like I don't know, L.A. that jumped up to the to, to the, the top five. We'll package a pick, but also will will New Orleans trade it to to LA? Because clearly, I think I don't think they want to. They they made a big deal of how they did not want to buy. A but re- if you're releasing. New Orleans, can you turn down two top five picks in a draft this top heavy? They need know. four Kyle Kuzmas for it, especially if they throw in something like yeah a package. I if I'm New Orleans, I probably do that deal. Take take who. Who do you, what is what is the trade that you think um, would would do it enough for for uh, for the Pelicans? That one's tough um, because they're gonna want LeBron. more. LeBron. <laughs> I mean, th- I mean that does bring up a, a valid. No. no, I mean like that does bring up a point no. that people no. are are talking no. about. Do you no. think LeBron can be traded? Yes, yes, LeBron can be traded. No, he won't be. <laughs> All right, but no. So it's who, LA. Do you know how much so they the, shit on you for bringing LA in trades their the first rounder? The they trade, call it Kuzma, Ingram. If I'm LA, I try to hold on to Kuzma. Yeah. I trade Ingram with everything I got. Magic Johnson is gone, and so is a staunch defender of Lonzo Ball's potential. You maybe throw him in there. Um, and then a smattering of whatever else the hell they want. Yeah. So maybe some cash consideration. I right. Don't know. I mean, but yeah, no. So like, it, maybe a laundry machine. Yeah, a nice little, nice little uh, a Sears laundry Double machine. Air dryers. But yeah, so so this um this draft lottery um can go a lot of different ways. And actually, the lottery went one way. Well, the lottery went the 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 actual draft. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Outside of like the top three picks, which yeah. we all think are going to So we be. have New Orleans at one. Uh-huh. I forget the, the lineup. So Memphis at two. Memphis at two. Phoenix at three. Phoenix at three. Um, New York at four, correct? No, New York at three. New York Sorry, at three. I'm dumb. 
Shit, I don't remember. Yeah, I've 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 forgotten. Somebody Google it. Where's our producer? She's asleep. The first five uh, picks in the draft coming up are we're thinking New Orleans is probably at New Orleans at one. They're going to go Zion. Memphis at two, probably going to go John Morant. The Knicks at three. We're thinking R.J. Barrett, and then after that, we don't even know if the Lakers will hold their pick at four. They might trade it. Cleveland at five, Phoenix at six, probably taking whatever point guard is left. And then, ooh, Atlanta's got two picks. At Chicago at seven, Atlanta at eight. Yeah, Washington at nine, Atlanta at ten. So Atlanta Milwaukee has two at top twelve top. and eleven. Nope. Minnesota, Charlotte, does, Miami, Boston. And then Mike, my, my only next question is: Does Danny Ainge just have naked pictures of all the other like GMs around the league? No, but he does have an ailing heart. Does the, do people feel bad for him? Is that why he gets all these draft picks? Danny Ainge's is a... He's fleeced some teams. Yes. They have the 14th pick from Sacramento. What was that trade? It was Sacramento via Philadelphia. Oh. Oh. Because they traded... I don't even remember. They... Danny Ainge and the Celtics literally made the NBA have to change their rules on trading. That's how much he finessed the league. Props to that man. If you literally do something that makes the uh, uh, the National Basketball Association have to change their you just, rules, you just mean in the past couple of years. You mean? Yeah, yeah but like now you rings. can't. Now you right. can't look at all those finals. They made one finals. I know, or, but st- yeah, now. But I mean, all their players are young. Uh, and they're gonna get and packaged gonna, in, a, in, a in a trade, trade maybe, to get but Anthony yeah, Davis. but like. So, like, now you right, can't trade consecutive, like, first-round draft right. picks. Eventually, Ainge is going to have to answer for the fact that all of this stuff where it trades where he's clearly won, we think, hasn't gotten them anywhere. You know, if he packages it all for Anthony Davis this offseason, whoever that is, does it still, you know, like, it has to be going somewhere. Yeah. You can't just keep kicking the can down the road and getting great picks. Philly tried it. Look, I got a number one. It made, I got a number two. I got a number four. It made Philly way better. I think Philly, if they can keep their team, is in a good position going forward. But I don't know if they can keep that team. Well, also, if Embiid can stay healthy. That's true, too. The, as as good as that guy is, he just he just needs to keep his knees healthy. Yeah. To keep his legs healthy. It's a hard fucking game. I think we're winding down here. Yeah, so that's about that wraps I've got, up. I've got one oh, thing sorry. I wanted to talk about. Yes, well, we're, we're, we're going to talk about Hamilton an all, Soapbox. This was an all-NBA podcast, so I'll keep it wait, in the wait, NBA. Wait, wait, I, won't, I won't rant on the horse racing, what happened with Bodie Express. Can I give you, can I give you an intro? Sure. Well, Hamilton Soapbox. <laughs> Hamilton Soapbox. Thanks. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Zach, for that intro. My Soapbox today is about... It's, it's NBA-related... And it's uh, the pot and the kettle are fighting. I don't know if you saw this, but Kevin Durant and Chris Broussard I are did. in a raging Twitter bitch fit. And I did hear about it. It's hysterical. Why don't you, why don't you tell us about right. it? Right. So, <laughs> so, so basically, Chris Broussard said, you know, how is Kevin Durant going to feel if the Warriors go win another ring without him? Does it cheapen? The rings, the two rings that Kevin Durant has won with them so far, and Kevin Durant, you know, didn't like it, and just kind of said something, you know, uh, basically along the lines of like, "What are you talking about?" 
And someone asked Chris Broussard about it on television, and Chris Broussard said, oh, me and KD have a love-hate relationship. You know, we've texted, you know, many hours at night. We have a bunch of conversations, <laughs> blah, 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 uh, about all kinds of stuff. You know, Gross. it's just good-natured stuff, blah, blah, blah. And Kevin Durant responded on Twitter and said, Chris Broussard does not have my phone number. To which, you know, which is, I think is yeah. hilarious. If Chris Broussard is lying, but Chris Broussard is saying Instagram DMs, Twitter DMs, messaging apps, they're all the same as texting. Don't act like I'm lying. But he's also refusing to post screenshots proving any of it out of respect for KD's privacy or something. And I, or, I, I, or, or benefit of the doubt. Maybe it was a Snapchat. Snapchat, Whatever. Maybe Snapchat with a nice little female filter. I must confess. Doggy ears. I must confess. (laughs) You just Chris Broussard sending female version of Hitler that you call hotler. Oh God! Chris Broussard is just sending dog ear emojis to Kevin Durant. It's like, hey, how do you feel about the finals this year? You just took a you took a you took a picture of Hitler. You took a female version of it. You created. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Created a Tinder called her hotler. Cool, thanks. Colder Hotler. But, but finish, finish yourself. I was just going to say, I'm obviously thrilled with this because I don't know if anyone that listens to this knows, I happen to hate both of these two. <laughs> I don't like Kevin Durant and I don't like Chris This Broussard. is now the Not Chris Broussard podcast. So I, I just think Chris Broussard's <laughs> sources Chris have been bullshit <laughs> oh his God. whole career. So yeah, this is so fun for me because KD is probably being petty. And he probably, probably did talk to Chris. But Chris isn't willing to post the screenshots because it will reveal that his relationship with KD is not as intimate as he has been leading people to believe. Yeah. Hey, so I heard you said this. Yeah, so it, it's just think... so fun. Chris Broussard said, if I'm lying, may I never get work at this network again. That's what he said. Yeah. Because he knows that he can get out on semantics and be like, by texting, I meant one time we Instagram DM'd. You know, but I mean, I just think I kind of hella lame. Chris, I just think I kind of lean me. to believe Chris Broussard. I, no, and I think and and Durant again is covering his bases yeah. by saying Chris Broussard doesn't have my number. That's all he said. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. They, they probably were just Instagram or Twitter DMs, yeah. which is so stupid for both of them. Yeah. We already know KD is a fourteen-year-old girl when it comes to this yeah. shit, which is fair because he Valid. never got the chance to have like a real childhood. Like, he's yeah. been doing this basketball shit his whole life, so he's not mature enough to understand, like, you don't have to get on your fucking phone and care what other people think. I saw one that once. Even if what you did was bitch made as hell. I, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of either of them, so this is so much fun. It's like... I like how vicious you got. Uh, this is Hamilton Soapbox. This is going to be a still- new... This is going to be a new so segment like we do. It's, it's a, a cool segment. segment. It's like that time Jeff Fisher, the old Titans and Rams coach, called Rodney Harrison, the old Patriots safety, a dirty player. And I was like, <laughs> pop calling kettle black, dude. Like, you you are a shitty dude. It was a whole lot of fun. And this has been Hamilton Soapbox. Do, 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 do. All right. I'm going to kill myself. I like it. I like it. No, not suicide. I don't like that. I really I really hope you keep that part in. <laughs> and like this just gets looped. And so every single time that he ends up talking about something, he's like, eh. 
Yeah. Probably should cut it because I just remembered that it was Rodney Harrison saying that Jeff Fisher is a cheater as a coach. <laughs> uh, and not the other way around. It's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll leave in that little... Edit it to make us sound good. We need to... Wait, what's that thing when you... To when, make me sound good. When you write a newspaper and you say something wrong and you gotta write a... Redactable? Redact it. Reda- we gotta write a redaction. <laughs> we gotta write a redaction. So that seems... We've seemed to wind down here. That's about all we have uh, to wind talk about. So thank you all so much for listening. This has been our podcast... We, uh, we're just three dudes I like to talk sports and have fun. So we appreciate you giving us your time. Uh, do us a favor, like, subscribe, uh, comment some things that you think that we're stupid about, some things that you agree with. Hit that bell icon. Hit that bell ding, ding. icon. Get notifications. <laughs> Ring that bell. Ring that bell. Also, tweet us your, your any questions you have. We might, uh, Don't tweet me. We want to do some segments in the future where we just like answer questions that uh, anyone has for us. Um, they can be vulgar, they can be angry, they can be, um, however you, tweet me. However tweet you me feel on the about it. We'll put our, we'll put our, our, our handles, uh, down in the description, but until- They can be vulgar, even though this is a pretty clean cut podcast. Oh you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't, like, we're not vulgar on this podcast. We're not vulgar. Unless you think Skip Bayless is right 75% of the time, you fucking <laughs> lunatic. I think it was like 70, but I, I, get, sorry, I get your point. I'm sorry, Carl. I don't know if that's true. I get, I get your point. But um, join us uh, next time. We'll have uh, probably some, hopefully some more uh, topics to talk about. The sports world, at least the sports world that we view on is dying down. Uh, but uh, hopefully, you know. Which is to say it's baseball season. Which is to say it's baseball season. As, Let's go Reds! <laughs> But NFL should be picking up soon. We'll have preseason in like months, but you know. Love the niffle. Love the niffle. You gotta, you gotta I nug- did it all for the niffle. Nugs in nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just a couple dudes. We're just a couple dudes that that uh, love the good old tomfoolery and the sports ball. We're no professionals, but um, we just like to talk sports. We like to talk sports, so we don't care who knows. But we do care about this one one solemn fact. And uh, I'll tell you what that fact is. At least at the end of the day, you know. We're not, not Skip Bayless. Fisting is my first base. <laughs>